A report from the notes of Carolina Sees the Truth, high seeker of the frigid charter and right hand of the Lady Justice herself. In my investigations into the Belfius exploits, I have noticed a number of trends. Her targets, by and large, seem to consist almost entirely of nobility and government officials, especially those who engage in ostentatious opulence. The platinum saber of Steinberg, the crystal chimes of Denkator, the verdant glade emerald, all points of pride to their owners, highly visible, notoriously extravagant, and heavily guarded. Each one spirited away right under their owners' noses, oftentimes while they remained in the building, secure in their security. While her methods are mutable, easily shifting back and forth from light-footed infiltrator to dazzlingly disguised con artist, there remains a through-line among her targets, and, I believe, her motivations. The Bell Thief seems to draw an almost perverse satisfaction out of stealing from the fabulously wealthy, no doubt out of some vindictive sentiment that those who have so much could do with a little less. Her calling card and the high-profile, highly-guarded nature of her targets also speaks to an infatuation with spectacle, a desire to not only be the best at what she does, but to be known as the best. Even her most notable early work, the so-called legendary theft of Emperor Bell, which inspired her persona, reveals just how much her pride in her abilities drives her to displays of audacity. My own personal feelings about the moral fiber of her victims aside, the Bell Thief is still an international criminal, and as such falls beneath the jurisdiction of the Charter. It is my duty to bring her to justice, and I have not failed my lady yet. Thankfully, an audacious thief is easy to track. The Bell Thief's career is a monument to escalation. She will continue to be drawn in by the rich and the proud, ever climbing to more daring heights, and one of these days, she's going to lose her footing. And when she does, I'll be there with open arms. Hello, and welcome to Roll Dice and Cry, an actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry. And we will also cry. We will also cry. My name is Zachary Fredrickson, your friendly neighborhood GM. You can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod. Today I'm joined by Emily Riesbeck. Hi everybody, I'm Emily. I write the Blue Valkyrie, a superhero comic book. You can read it online at bluevalkyriecomic.tumblr.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Blue Valkyrie. Hell yeah. I'm also joined by Nora. Hello, I'm Nora. You can find me on Twitter at Snoru. I draw. <laughs> Hell yeah. They draw good. Snora draws good. Today, we are returning to the Uplink team, Zara, Fontaine, and Tukubel, who have been a little bit sidetracked. <laughs> you met Eustace's family. Uh, Eustace Flint, your erstwhile blacksmith mechanic. Uh, you met his family. You met the people he works with, who are also kind of his family. Because it's all it's all very close, tightly knit there. 
crystal. And you met uh, the culture admiral of the Galerian Armada, Gregarius Piranu, who you decided, Tiku, that you thought would be a good idea to rob. Yeah. Yeah. So you spent some time after your meeting casing his his <laughs> estate, which was also the admiralty office, and then came back to, to Eustace's house to, to have a place to sleep for the night. This was not actually part of your original goal, because your original goal is to head on, move on towards Tulane, and and uh, restart the um, regional communications grid that the Titans left. Uh, but it's cool. You have a night before you leave in the morning, so you have you have a night to yourselves, more or less. <laughs> and I guess you're gonna spend it on crime. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. We live in the morning, so even if they don't see us, they can catch us. We're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to remind everybody, today we are playing Dungeon World by Adam Coble and Sage Latour. It is a hack of Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. And as always, our agenda is to portray a fantastic world, to fill the characters' lives with adventure, and to play to find out what happens. So tonight, today, we are going to play to find out what happens when you break into the Culture Admiral's house. We also have giant robots. You also have giant robots. That's important. (laughs) I don't think we can use those to break into this guy's house, but we do have them, and they exist in this campaign, and they will be coming up sometime. I, they will come up eventually. Um, they'll probably come up more as the as we go forward. But right now, you have them, and you're still kind of getting used to existing with them. So today, um, so let's 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 come back. It's it's after dinner. So let's talk about sleeping arrangements at the Flint household. There is the master bedroom, which is Eustace and Maggie's Margaret. There is. Rufus's bedroom, uh, Eustace's son, which has like all of his little clockwork inventions and stuff in it. And there's also a guest bedroom, and that's where you've been put up. Also, after dinner, uh, a few of the of the workers for the metal workers uh, shop that Eustace runs, or that he and his wife runs, she's running it now while he's off gallivanting doing adventures. Um, some of them left to go back to their house, and some of them are just sleeping in the living room. Is one of the ones who's sleeping in the living room Charlie Axel, the goblin? Yes, okay, Charlie, Axel, the, Charlie Axel, the goblin, is in there. All, pretty much all of the workers are goblins. Oh, interesting. It's like a, like a, sort of like a symbiotic thing from like the old days that kind of just kept going, I think. So it's not like a caste system? No, no, it's not like a caste system. It's it, It's not like... A goblin can go and do his own thing if he wants to, but a lot of them um, seem to like to hang out with bugbears. Well, bugbears are good friends, so I do not blame them. Bugbears are good, are good large friends, uh, and they're furry. And goblins are also furry, and so they just kind of stick together. It's like little, little clever hands, big, strong, long arms. They have this, like mental image in my head right now of like you know how there's like an opossums and they have like baby opossums hanging on them like mom mm-hmm. opossum it's like mm-hmm. bugbear with goblins mm-hmm. oh my it. god well that is bugbears and baby bugbears yeah um they like to they like to like cling to fur oh my god it's extremely cute that's so good so we're in the guest bedroom right you're you're in a guest bedroom um it actually only has one bed so i don't know how you're so let's 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 zoom in on that scene in this guest bedroom. Oh, okay. 
show, tell me, tell me, like, so this guest bedroom, it's you and Tuku. There is a bed. There is like a little writing desk. There is a little, um, chest of drawers that are mostly empty, except for like some basic necessities. And what's the, are you having a conversation? Are you like just getting ready for bed? Well, I, last session, I, at first I was like super into this idea of Tiyuku going with, and I was going to go, Tiyuku going on a heist, and I was going to go with her, uh, because it would be a good chance to test some of my inventions in a more like controlled environment, as opposed to shooting at zombies, or excuse me, skeletons, pardon me. Oh, I'm sorry, anguished. Well, they were skeletons. Skeletons. The first ones you thought were just skeletons. They could have been small anguished, we don't know. They could have been either the long legs men. The long legs men, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, after that, I think Eustace basically told us we should be good, and <laughs> those those words hit Zara hard. So Zara was uh, decided instead that she would uh, that I would just um, I would I would I would basically some so I I wouldn't go on the heist because it was the wrong thing to do, and I'm a titan and I have to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna. Um, as I'm sort of like laying down my things and getting all my gear off for the night, uh, I'm going to say to uh, Tiuku, I'm going to say, Are you really sure about this? Of course. What could go wrong? Well, you could get caught, for one. Or <laughs> Like that would ever happen? I, I suppose it, you haven't been caught yet, so why would you start now? Mm, yes, nev- never been caught that, this way. That's why I'm, that's why I went to the island, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> it's okay. I won't be caught. Okay, but I, I think Eustace might be right. You know, I mean, aren't we supposed to be, you know, big old, big time world saving heroes or something? Yeah, but like, doesn't that grant us some rights? Y- you mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean like you... so? So what? Because because we're we have some sort of you know destiny or something. That means we can just do whatever we want. Well, no. But can we do just a little whatever we want? <laughs> well, I, I I'm gonna sort of take the backpack that the uh, grapple magnetic grappling harness is, and I'm gonna like sort of push it over to Tiyuku, and I'm going to say, "Well, fine. I'm not gonna come with and help you, but here, you can use this to scale the walls, and hopefully, you won't get caught. At least, or it'll prevent it, make it like less likely." Thank you, Zara. I really appreciate it. Well. I don't exactly approve necessarily, but at the same time, uh, I, I sort of like adjust my goggles and I say, uh, "Do be sure to uh, note how well it sticks to the stone around here, because I've been curious about that ever since I invented them." You know, Galerian stone is sort of made. It's really interesting because they actually have a certain type of clay that they use that only exists around this area, which is why you get all the interesting colors in this town. Um. Anyway, just try it out and let me know how it goes. Uh huh. Okay. So, weird clay. Should I lick it, too? Should you lick it? I'm just joking. Oh. Oh. Well, no, you should not lick it. I will not lick it. Good. No yeah, because it might, it might be toxic. Oh. In fact, just don't don't eat rocks. <laughs> In general. Good, good, good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a dwarf, I guess. 
Oh my god, yeah. good point. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. well, you're not a dwarf. No. Alright, so Tuku, you have the back of the grappling harness, which I don't know that we have like a mechanical way for that to affect things, but I guess it's, it can affect your um, positioning. Mm. You know, fictional fictional stuff. It'll it'll help uh, push you into areas. It also means, Zara, you don't have it. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, no. So good about that. It could be that if Tiugu is in a position where uh, it would help on a defy danger, I could try to aid. I could, like, make an aid roll from afar. Uh-huh. That, that could yeah, be a possibility. That. That's really I, cool. I could definitely see that. Uh, all right. Cool. So, so yeah. Let's, um, I guess, Tuku, you're, you're, a, you're a thief. Mm-hmm. You're a very good thief. So I don't think you need to worry about sneaking out of this house unheard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's asleep and nobody's, like trying to be like vigilant to keep you from going out. Eustace told you the stuff he told you, but he didn't he's not gonna he's not gonna like try to like be your warden and force you to stay. I guess we're gonna we're gonna shift scenes over to the exterior of the Admiralty office. I, I wanna say that um and uh I, I wanna say that uh, t- as to you goo leaves Mm-hmm. Um, I go to bed mm-hmm. and I sit for about 20 minutes like tossing and turning as my mind like reels and like my brain is going at max capacity <laughs> and then like like after 20 minutes like in a cold sweat I like shoot up and I go like I gotta stop her and I like get all my stuff ready and rush after to you <laughs> okay, well let's let, let's wait for that for a second because I want to get the beginning of this in Chuku yeah. so I'm like 20 minutes behind mm-hmm. well yeah because I, I got something for when you leave too Ooh. Um. So wait, wait for that. Oh, of course. Uh, first, Tuku. Mm-hmm. Um. You ghost your way through the late night streets of Azure Bay. They are quiet, but not silent. There's still people out. It's the middle of the night. Uh, I would say it's probably like one or two in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. this map is important. Uh, if you want to follow along, by the way, you can go to r6maps.com. And click consulate because that is literally the map we're using. It's a it's a Rainbow Six map, but it works perfectly for my needs. So Tuku, you, um, it's it's you know there's still people out. There's bars that are still open. Um, people are carousing, but nobody's really like. This is a place you can tell that has not been touched too badly by like war or. Too much danger, like beyond like the normal kind that you get from like people and and people living near each other. Like, there's gonna be crime. There's gonna be like you know people getting into fights and stuff. But there's not there's not a tension in the air here that like there would be in other places. Okay. Um, But soon enough, you arrive to the Admiralty office. It's 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 the same as it was this morning. It's a big uh, two story building. Uh, with the windows, and you can see the balcony up at the top that that um, uh, that looks out over the city. Mm-hmm. And you see there are two guards outside who are sort of like, not necessarily patrolling, but like standing in the same places that Castle and Pollux were standing this morning when you came to, to visit. Okay, and they're not the same people, though. They are not. Those guys were the, were the day guards. These guys are the night guards. Okay. So what's your what's your approach here? I'm curious. Um, so there was the 
big glass ceiling window, right? A skylight? Yes. Yes, there is a skylight. Yes. Yes, I want to go in from there. Oh, okay. So the skylight goes in uh, over the over the um, spiral staircase in the back of the building. Mm-hmm. So uh, how are you getting up to that? Are you just going to like climb the wall? Uh, well, I mean, I have this cool thingy that I can use to climb with, so... You, you do have the cool thingy. Um, yes. Are you climbing from the front or from the back? Are you, like, circling around? Uh, I think maybe from the s- side? Yeah, sure. Um, there's some windows on that side. Um, are you checking things out before you go in, or are you just, like, running in and, and, and starting it up? Of course, checking. Do you want to give me a um, uh, observe, uh, discern realities, then? Yes. Oh, it's a nine. A nine. A nine's a good one. So on uh, so discern realities... You closely study a situation or person. So you've been, you've, you're, you're just kind of, can you explain, can you describe what you're doing, uh, coming up to this place? I think, uh, checking out the windows at least and like, uh, just looking around to see if there's anyone there and see if there's like any, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. so what, yeah, one thing I'll, de- I can give you for free is that, yeah, you, you look through the window, you peek through the window, there is a guard inside. There's also a, um, a piano, uh, like a big old grand piano, and a um, and a couple a couple little benches where people like sit and listen or like hang out. I guess this is sort of like a leisurely area. Um, the guard is just kind of leaning against the piano. He's got like um, the top is down. He's got his he's got his, uh, his like elbow resting on it, and he's got his musket in his other hand. It's just kind of like lazily gripped, not really holding on to it for dear life at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get one question. I get two questions because I'm a burglar, so I can always ask what here is useful or valuable to me. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, you do see the... Uh, so what here is useful or valuable to you? In this room, from what you can see, um, there are... I think this piano is a really, really nice piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the thing about pianos is they're very loud. So if you needed a distraction at any point, you could try to to set something up so that the piano would would like toll or like make some loud noise. Yeah. Um. And also, it's just like a really like the the, the keys are really nice. Um. I think it's got like some ivory inlays or pearl inlays. Mm-hmm. Probably pearl more than ivory, considering it's a they're a maritime society. This this is a mm-hmm. very nice piano. It's very a very nice, nice room. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to ask another question, which is, what is about to happen? What is about to happen? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think this guard kind of, kind of straightens up and he like hears someone and you can very faintly hear, hear someone calling from another section of the, of the office, the Admiralty office, and he's going to go and walk out the room. Oh, well, mm-hmm. huh. Maybe I'll just go in from the window then, if there's no one here, for now. You could. I don't know if there's someone else coming, but the, he's going somewhere else. Mm, there's probably. I mean, with my knowledge and experience with Thief, I'm going to guess that they're switching guards or something. Mm-hmm. Probably like they're like swapping positions. Yeah. So, I'm just going to go in from here. Okay. And, so, you're, uh, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a, play, a quick thing. Um, are you are you like just trying to jimmy open the the window? Mm, yeah. 
it sounds like a defy danger dexterity to, to 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 open it up as quickly as you can. Yeah. The danger, of course, like you're doing it quickly and quietly. <laughs> I rolled a five. That's that's not good. <laughs> no. Let me look at my GM moves. <laughs> Mark XP for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think I think you get in. What are you What are you using to to open up this place? I think my uh, lock picks and stuff. Yeah, like okay, like um, like how? Uh, what what, do you, what like is it a is it like a do you have like a chisel that you like work under the the thing? Mm, maybe yeah. I think that sounds very uh yeah. Okay. So you've so here's here's a couple things happen. You you op- you like wrench open the thing and it makes a loud noise. Mm. So that, that's the first thing. You get in. Um you get in, but you hear you hear from inside so we'll go, Oi, did you hear something? And you hear footsteps coming to towards you. Oh no. Um The second thing you hear is um Ave Maria oh, no. <laughs> coming from upstairs. Oh, so we we've got Ave Maria as a song in this. Uh, in the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that or like a um, you know something similar. <laughs> it's just like opera, secular Ave you, Maria. Yeah, you you recognize it as the voice of the culture admiral. Hmm. Which means that he is one here, which you kind of figured was going to happen because he lives here. Yeah, it's his estate, and two, he's awake. Oh, okay. So, so that's what you get, and you are in a you're in a tough position because people are coming in right now. Um. Uh. Yeah. There were benches and stuff, just like yeah. where I can hide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Can, or can I? Is there is there like a door to go outside from like a door to go outside? No. no, not outside. Like out of the room, like on this side. There's a door on the north side of the room and the east side of the room. They're coming from the east side of the room. Okay, I'm gonna go out from the north side of the room. No, I'm gonna open the door and then I'm gonna hide. No, I'm not. Oh, shit! <laughs> I don't know that there's someone here. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. Um, the famous thief fell. <laughs> The wi- the window is also stuck open. Is the is the thing? Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna open the door and uh, and uh, hide. Okay. In the shadows. In the shadows. Okay. It, somewhere, just like under a chair. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like <laughs> this is like an oil lamp sort of candle lit situation. There's definitely shadows. So these two these two guards come in, and they're wearing the same uniforms uh, as you know everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have this move, right? You have um, avoid the light when you yeah. stand in shadows or darkness without talking, moving. NPCs will never see you. Yeah. As long as they haven't already spotted you, which is good. That's a super useful move. And that's a yeah. good move that we get from City Thief. So, yeah. So one of them runs to the window and is like, oh, hey, 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 someone someone got into the window. And he's like, what? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, look at this. There's like little, little like scratch marks. They must have jimmied it open like ah damn and they look and they both turn and look and they see like the door is like all right i'm gonna stay here to make sure that they don't have a a, a egress roots he's like oh egress that's a good that's a good word he's like yeah thank you Uh, you go and look at you go and check the the stairwell make sure they're not they're not getting to the culture admiral he goes yeah you're right and the other one runs out of the room oh my god 
Uh huh. So you are now hiding in the shadows with this other orc guard who looks like he's like 20, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, who is like patrolling this area and he is much more alert than he was. Oh, no. Let's Uh. go back to Zara. Oh, so Zara, you were tossing and turning. Yes. You, um, you, you now, this 20, 20 minutes of that, only 20 minutes, you said? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, I, I my my conscience is racked by this uh, by this move of Tuku's. <laughs> yeah, you're having a hard time with that. Uh, okay, so yeah, so so you sit bolt upright in in your room and you think you gotta go get Tuku. I gotta stop her from making this mistake. Okay, <laughs> time to go make zero mistakes. Because <laughs> if I make a mistake, I don't have hide in the shadows. That's true. That's true. You don't have that. All right. So, so you, you gather up your stuff. And so here's the thing is that you are not a thief. So you cannot, without rolling anything, sneak out of this house. Sure. Uh, yeah, I definitely try to creep out of the house because, but it's mostly because I don't want to wake poor, poor Rufus mm-hmm. who needs his sleep for school tomorrow. He does need his sleep. He's got school tomorrow. It's a weeknight. That's right. And he skipped today. So he has to go tomorrow. He has to go tomorrow. That's very important. That's true. Tomorrow. If you skip one day, you have to go the next kids. That's the rules. Yeah. That's the rules of school. That's the school rules. <laughs> uh, if you're okay. sick, that's so, one thing. But if you're cutting, like, only one day in a row. So, um, all right. So give me, so are you, you're just, you're just kind of trying to creep out softly and, qu- and quietly. Yeah. I guess it's going to be just a defy danger. Um, uh, dexterity. All right. An eight. That's not okay. as bad as I thought it was going to be, considering my yeah. minus two to dexterity. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is good. So on an eight, it's uh, I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. So here's what's up. You get past Rufus's room without waking him up. And you get down to the last stair, and it creaks. Um, Tsuyuku had remembered that it creaked from earlier, and she stepped over it, but you goes... And you go, oh no! And you hear shuffling in the living room, and you see you see a sleepy-eyed Charlie Axel waddling over to you. <laughs> he says, well, "Miss Fontaine, what what you doing up this late? It's so late." Um, I need to take care of some official Titan business. And he like he like blinks a couple times, and his eyes get a little lighter. As soon as you got, like, your gear on. Wait, like... did I just tell him I was a titan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you know before? I can't remember. I don't know. And he's like, I'm going to say I'm gonna say he didn't. He's like, oh, golly gee, you're a titan. I don't know what that is, but that sounds very important. It is. Very, very important, Charlie. And What um... are you doing? Hey, what, what, are you, what are you doing? You need help? You want me to go get roof? Get... get... Eustace, I can wake him up and he can help. No, 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 no need to wake up Eustace. But, um, hold on, though. Hmm. But, uh, listen, Charlie? Yeah. How, how good are you? I know you're very good at being loud, but how good are you at being quiet? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a rat sneaky feller if I gotta be. Charlie, would you like to come on a mission with me? And his eyes light up. And his little raccoon tail like fl- like 
straightens up, puffs up, and he says, Well, Miss Fontaine, that would be my honor. Okay, because Tiyuku might be in danger, and, and <sighs> I need to go help her. Might okay. be. Everything might be fine, and if everything's fine, we're just going to go check up on her and, 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 and make sure she's not up to anything, you know, too, uh, well, uh, too unseemly. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but we're not gonna, we can't make any noise, right? Because if we make right. noise, we're gonna get in trouble. And if we get in trouble, Nemo will yell at me again. Oh no. I don't know who that <laughs> is, but that sounds terrible. It is. It's very bad. <laughs> okay. It gives you a little salute. He says, I'm at your service, ma'am. Let me put on my socks. Yeah. And he, and he like, scurries over on, like, all fours and gets his socks. How, and how, how, how quiet is he during this scurry? Pretty pretty quiet. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he runs, he, he scurries back and he's like, all right, I got my socks and my shoes. Both of them. I, put, I got both of them put on. And I've got my goggles and my glove and my belt. That sounds like a lot of stuff. Okay. I'm always come prepared. That that's right. that's one of the first things you learn um, as a, as an inventor and uh, and as an entrepreneur. Always oh, be prepared. I... The second thing you learn is um, when people are mad at you for doing something bad. Um, you tell anyway. them someone else did it. Oh my God! No. Oh. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay. By the way, I said, oh my god, it's not oh my god for people looking at home. I'm, me, Emily, I'm a dummy. That's the problem. But I'm playing a smart character on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I like Charlie. Charlie's a, he's a good kid. Wait, how, how old is he? He's like an adult, right? Yeah, he's, a, he's okay. an adult goblin. Okay. He's, he's, like, just, you know, he's just one of the he's small go- races. He's like, he's like Goblin 25. Okay, so but he's like me. He's one of the small races. Yeah, yeah. Good. I was worried I just like recruited a 15-year-old for crime. <laughs> no, no, he's he's yeah, no, he's good. Uh, Technically, we're going to stop a crime. You're gonna try to stop a crime. All right, so Tiku, um, you are in this this room. So Tiku, so we're gonna have one more like round of Tiku before Zara and Charlie show up. Mm-hmm. Tiku, you are in this room. There is a guard in the room with you. The other guard has gone to the north to to like look in the stairwell. Maybe even to alert the culture admiral, who is still singing opera from upstairs. Mm. <laughs> um, what do you do? Did he close the door after him? No. I want to sneak out the door. Let's sneak out the door. Yeah. And okay. I want to read from my avoid the light thing. If you are more than a few feet away from them, they will see, me, see you even if you move or attack. And even if they know you're there. Am I more than a few feet away? I don't know about feet. So, okay, so... The thing about that, mm-hmm. I think it's if you if you remain in the darkness. Okay. But if you if you if you're if you're gonna cross from the corner of the room that you are in to the door, you're going to leave the darkness. Can I can I like crawl on the floor to minimize the danger of being seen? Okay, you're gonna crawl on the floor. Yeah. I'm going to try to move through as many shadows as possible, and then when I'm not in the shadow anywhere, I'm going to crawl on the floor very quietly. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's got, uh, got you there. <laughs> she's got me there. 
<laughs> Alright, I'm gonna let you roll a defy danger dexterity with a plus one for being so sneaky. Oh, that's that's not that's not without that's without plus one. I rolled a ten without plus one. Oh hey, that's pretty useful then. Yeah. Alright, so you so you go plum 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 on your little it's like a Tom and Jerry cartoon where he like sneaks <laughs> on his fingertips. Just like a someone like 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 plays the top of the piano very very quickly <laughs> as you as you as you fucking xylophone your way over <laughs> and slip to the other side of the door. You can see the shadow of the of the other guard. You can see it like he's got maybe like a candle or something in his hand, and his shadow is is being like like drawn across the wall on this side. Like mm-hmm. on the opposite side, so you can see a shadow to your right that leads from your left, where he is up a floor on the secondary landing, or yeah. between floors. What are you gonna do from here? Uh, I want to. Can I backstab non-lethally? Like a blackjack? I was thinking, like, because I have the whip, the the whip handle to like. Uh huh. Yeah, like to... use, use like a blackjack, or like a sap. Yeah, try to knock this. Um... Knock this poor this poor guard out. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Yay. Uh, you can. I mean, you can try. You can roll for it. You can, he's definitely susceptible to you. Let me pull up. If you, I think, if you can hit him for his, um, for his health, for his HP, you can. You can do that. Okay. Or, well, maybe, maybe not even necessarily that. We'll see. We'll see how you do. Uh, can you read backstep for us? When you attack a surprised or defenseless enemy with a melee weapon, you can choose to deal your damage or roll plus dex. On ten plus, choose two. On a 79, choose one. You don't get into melee with them. You deal your damage plus 1d6. You create an advantage plus one forward to you or an ally acting on it. You reduce their armor by one until they repair it. Okay. Yeah, so since you're attacking from shadows on somebody who is not not defenseless but would be surprised to have you just smack them in the back of the head, you're good uh, to roll plus dex. Yeah. There I am rolling. And I rolled a five. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, I got XP. You got XP. That's true. Oh, Tiyuku. Well, how could you do this to us? Okay. So here's the thing is you are creep, 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 creeping your way up and you have your whip. I think it's like, it's like you're holding it sort of like um, coiled in your hand. Yeah. And you reach back to to um, to smack him on the head, and he kind of whirls around and goes, "What?" Oh no! And you are now face to face with him with a candle between the two of you. I hmm, there was a five. That, that's not just a hard. I can make a hard move. I think he he sees you and shouts, "Intruder! Intruder in the in the consulate! In the in the intruder in the admiralty office!" Ah! No. Uh. And you hear voices up from below, from above, and uh, from just nearby start to like be like, "What? What? There's an intruder! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" Uh, as people are being roused. Well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the famous thief bell. Yeah. <laughs> the famous thief bell. <sighs> Alright, this is the point where Zara and Charlie arrive in the scene. Can you paint a picture for me, Zach? Okay, so Zara and Charlie. Zara, you've you've been (laughs) running through this city. As fast as my 
large feet will carry me. As fast as your large feet on your tiny legs mm-hmm. will carry you. Charlie is scampering behind you on all fours, look, like running like a raccoon. Cute. <laughs> yes. Can we just adopt cute. him? <laughs> uh, maybe he does. I mean, I could probably roll up some some hireling stats for him. He's the honorary titan. Yeah. Well, once Tiyuku gets executed for this crime, I'm going to need a new assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, man, so yeah, you're running, 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 um, and you get you like arrive just as you start to hear ding a ding a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling, and people yelling from inside about an intruder. Oh dear! <laughs> and Charlie looks at you and he says, "Miss Fontaine, I think they might have made some noise already." Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Let me think for a second. We need to have some way to... Okay, so now the mission has changed, Charlie. The mission has changed from save Tiyuku before she can get in trouble to save Tiyuku. She's in trouble. So what do we do? Okay, let's think. What do we do? What do we do? We get the serendipity. No, that's a horrible idea. It will make too much noise and will scare everybody and, and and it won't go well and everything will go horribly if we do that. So that's not a good idea. Maybe we could try scaling the facade. No, I gave my magnetic grappling harness to Tiyuku, so that's not an option. <sighs> what do we do, Charlie? What do we do? Uh, Charlie, Charlie... Um, rears up to his full goblin height, which is, I think, an inch taller than Zara. Um, and he puts his hands on your shoulders. He says, Miss Fontaine, you're a titan, right? Yeah. They were heroes. You're yeah. a hero. Yeah. You can do it. I'm a hero. I can do it. I can do it. I run up to the front desk, <laughs> front gates where the cards are. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. These two, these two guards are standing uh, there. Uh, Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, they and they're like they're like you can see they're like they're like got they're like in cover mm-hmm. <laughs> against the like the door. They're like each on one side of it, like flattened against the door, like peeking inside to see if the intruder's gonna come and try to hurt them. Oh, God. pardon me. Uh, and so, get down, get down. Well, okay. And like I like uh, uh um I kind of go against the wall like next to one of them and I say what are we getting down from There's a there's like a there's a dangerous intruder in the in in the in the admiralty office Okay I don't think the intruder is dangerous And the other one's like no that's crazy I heard it was a mad villain who killed people for fun No I don't think that's true I think that's pure conjecture sir uh, But okay <laughs> The other one's like, no, it's true. I heard that they scooped out the eyeballs of their victims. Oh, this this has been happening for like 10 minutes. You guys have really spun this out of control in a short amount of time. Okay, why don't we all calm down for just a second? Um, behind you, you can see, you, like, over their shoulder, you see Charlie, like, scamper up to the, to the window, and he puts a little, little paw to his, to his lips, and goes, shh, and yeah, then yeah. I wink at him. just kind of wiggles his claws under the, under the, <laughs> under the windowsill, and, and opens the window and climbs in. Okay, I might be able to help you. <sighs> yeah? Who are you, who are you to do such a thing? I'm Zara Fontaine, and I'm one of the Titans. <laughs> the guy goes, that's crazy. The Titans were from like 2,000 years ago. Well, wait no more, fair citizen, because we're back. And and I'm, 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 I'm ready to help you deal with this d- 
this dastardly villain. Oh, uh, hey, don't you have a badge? <gasps> I'm also a sheriff's deputy. <laughs> uh. I pull out my seal of the Glorian Admiralty. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the thing. I think this is maybe a Defy Danger Charisma to, like, calm them down and to get past them. Okay, and you, sure. And you get a plus one um, for having that. Awesome. I got a 11. That's a fucking good roll. Yeah, I pull this out and I say, see, the, the Culture Admiral gave me this, uh, which, because I'm, I'm, uh, well, here, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which the, the best part about playing Zara is that whenever I get flustered and I can't think of something to say, that's really in character. Mm -hmm. And he looks at it and he says, "This is legit. It's stamped." And the other guy looks at it and is like, "Oh my god, it is stamped!" All right, I, I I believe that you can stop this fiend, this dastardly fiend that's running amok and killing everybody in the in the building. Yes, I can. After all, I'm a hero. Okay. And they both pull up. They like they like steal themselves and then pull open the double doors so you can go inside. Okay, I walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the I, I walk building. in and I start yelling to you, Oh my god! <laughs> um, Tuku, you are standing. This guy's yelling. Uh, what do you do? Um, you also uh, hear Zara start to yell. <laughs> my god! Uh, Tuku looks at the camera. Like she's in the office, no. Um, <laughs> I think she starts to like, uh, kind of talking to this guard, like to mm -hmm. get him off guard. You know, like, oh, sir, I am so lost. Could you please help me? I am, I am a uh, blind, and it's it's also very dark. Not that I would know that because I'm, I guess, blind. Uh, good sir. And then, like, when I get close enough, I want to try to hit him again. <laughs> This isn't a this isn't a uh, whip. It's a walking stick. It's just it's a soft walking. Yeah. <laughs> this is my walking noodle. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, you're. Uh. All right. So I'm gonna say that that's a if you had to dis disarm him with your words more than just being faster. I think that's a defy danger charisma. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. I I got I got some charisma. Some charisma. Yeah. I could do this. Oh, it's a seven. I know exactly what it is. So he is holding a candle. Um, you can dis you you like and like grab him and like bap him in the head with your with your with your thing. But you knock the candle out of his hand and it rolls and bounces down the office down the stairway. Well, to there where there is like some curtains and it sets the curtains on fire. Oh my god! Um, so this guard is unconscious. Right now, and there's a fire. And there's a fire. And you hear Zara going, Tuku! Tuku! <laughs> oh, no. Zara, Zara, you're in the, you're in the central, uh, waiting area. You see the circular desk that Monteverius was sitting at this morning or this afternoon. Uh, he's not there anymore. Nobody's sitting at the desk because the guards are there and the visiting guards are off. Um, Charlie scampers in from, from your left and like jumps up on the desk and is like, All right, what's the plan, boss? Well, I I only really know where to go to get to the Cultural Admiral's office, but fortunately, that's where Tiuku was headed. So I'm just going to go up these stairs, and I point at the style staircase, and I say, and I'm going to just go there. Okay. All right. Keep, keep quiet, though. You're doing very good so far, Charlie. We make a good team. Yeah. He gives you a little uh, goblin high five. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I accept. Hell yeah. <laughs> Social link up. 
Um, all right, and y'all, yeah, y'all run in. Tiku, if you go to the landing, you see Zara pass by across the hallway. Yeah. Tiku! Oh my god. Tiku, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm gonna go towards Zara. Okay. So Zara, you are, you are halfway up the spiral staircase when Tiku comes to the Tiku. bottom of the spiral Oh, there you are. Um, also, the, there, there's a fight. You, you're starting to smell smoke. Yeah. Is, that, is someone cooking? What are you doing here? Zara! Tuku, I came to save you. Oh my god. Because, um, you see, what I, what Eustace said, it really got to me, and, and, and about how we should, you know, be good, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff, and, um... I don't say blah blah blah. Uh, we should be good. We, it's how we should be good, and, and that we should, you know, strive to be better than everyone else, and all that stuff, and so I came to, to, to try to convince you to, uh, you know, to not uh, rob this guy. Well, I am already better than everyone else, and uh, I'm still going to rob this guy. And there's a fire. There's a fire? There's a fire. Okay, we have to put that out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, okay, listen. I, gra- I grab Tiyuku and I say, I can put out the fire if you just... just. Are you sure I can't convince you otherwise? Absolutely certain. Okay, fine. Do what you're gonna do. I'll put out the fire and just do and and and, and don't get caught. Okay. By the way, this is wait. You already met Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Yes. H- hello. What, hello, Miss Bell. Oh, Miss Campania. What was your last name again? Um. Did you introduce yourself as Campania? Yeah. Hello, Miss Campania. It's me, Charlie Axel. We met this morning. I'm I'm a crier, but I'm also a sneaky feller. That's that's. Amazing. Awesome. Great. I'm yeah. so happy to see you. Okay, I managed to convince them that I am a hero and I'm going to stop you, the dastardly villain. Oh, that's gr- great. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, okay? I'm going to go put out that fire, take Charlie with you, and you guys go, you know, do what you're going to do. Actually, okay. I don't know why I'm telling you what to do. You're the expert thief. <laughs> do you think that's a good plan? Should I do something else? Should I just, should we give up? That that's perfect. That's a perfect okay. plan. It would be okay. also it would be very nice if we could like pretend to have a last battle oh. during which I make my escape. It would be very theatrical if we could I I don't know if we should be focusing on theatrics after all. I'm really not much of an actress. I mean, I was in a play at the, at the school. It was a it was actually about and like I think the fire is starting to like get <laughs> you can audibly hear it and I'm like, uh, yeah. well, maybe I'll go stop put the stop to that. Yeah, there's a guy who might die if you don't. Okay, I'm going to go do that then. And Tuku pats Sara on the back as Sara like uh, runs past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the back, right? Not on the head? Yes. Good. All right. So Zara, yeah, you see the fire. Like you turn the corner and start to go in this hallway. You see the fire. There was a there's a, like a, some curtains, a tapestry, and also now a an end table that are all on fire. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I hold out my hand and I I twist the knob and I say I put my finger in the string and I say, well, time to do your thing. And I pull the string to uh, to attempt to put out this fire using my cryogenic emitter glove. Alright, cool. Is that a field test? Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a field test. Um, oh, actually, yes, it would be a field test. When yeah, you when use just to get out of a tight spot, describe what it does, and roll plus int. Alright, hell yeah. I've got a 14 on that. That's a fucking good roll. It, it works as expected, and I choose one. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask you this. Uh-huh. Um, we are going to take a train ride. Will that give me enough time to recharge my gadgets? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. 
I am going to drain, my gadget drains my reserves, one of the little power bars goes down, and I'm going to drain one charge, leaving me with two charge. Alright, cool. That sounds perfect. Alright, so yeah, you, describe, describe this, this look, because this, 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 this is the first time you've done it 100% and it works the way you want it to go. Uh, yeah, so I put the nozzle, like, sort, like, like we sort of said before, it's, uh, sort of like a, a nozzle on a, um, on a sprinkle, or not a sprinkler, but like a hose, you know, one of those hose attachments, where if you squeeze it like a little, a lot, it'll, you know, do a spray, but if you only squeeze it a little bit, it's like a wide, like, spray that gets a lot, and I think that's what I'm doing here i just do a wide spray and just cover this with all the I- a fire with ice and put it out all right hell yeah so yeah this you kind of flash freeze this corner of the of the building yep and Tuku, did you close the door behind you when you went around the corner from this other guard no okay so you so you do that and you hear well wait what <laughs> and, and there's a guard behind you now zara who's like hey who who are you um i'm just a friendly neighborhood hero uh, who put out this fire, ask the two up front who I am and they'll tell you. But uh, you don't have to thank me. Thank science. <laughs> <laughs> is <a> good. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good enough. I'm not gonna, that's very good. That's very good. And he like looks at you and he goes, okay, I'm Leandro. And he hands, and he, like, sh- like holds out his hand to shake. I put out the hand that doesn't have the glove on it because that would be like touching the outside of a, um, of one of those cans of compressed air. Oh, right. That would suck. Yeah, it would suck. So I'm going to put out my other hand and I'm just going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to shake it. Shake it. He shakes your hand. Um, all right. We got to stop this criminal. Yes. Did you see where they went? Um, I have a hunch, but, uh, this criminal is, is very dangerous or, but actually, not dangerous at all, and nothing to worry about. But you should let me uh, here. You should let me do it. Just take care of it. I'll take care of it. Take take a load off. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for you to get involved because it's she's they uh, whoever they are is very dangerous, but also not dangerous at all. Nothing to worry about at the same time. Jesus. All right. Um, I think this is another defy danger charisma to like convince him to. Also, to I not... have this badge. If this will work <laughs> again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll let you let it work again. Okay. That is a ten. That is a nine plus one. So yeah, that is a ten. So yes, he goes. Okay, I- I'm gonna watch the window, and he takes his musket off his off his back and points it at the window. Oh Jesus. Okay, you do that. Uh, what is his name? Angelo. Leandro. Leandro, sorry. Okay, you do that, Leandro. Uh, you're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I am. I'm doing my best. Okay. And I, I, I go out and try to go up the side stairs. All right. So, Tuku, you see already as you come up, there is a, um, there's a guard on the upper landing. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, you're on the spiral staircase. Um, and just past the spiral staircase is like a sort of, like a, like a T hall where, like, uh, you can turn left, you turn right. To go down to different wings of the building, yeah, and there's a and there's a guard on that on those, and he's like kind of like looking back and forth. Um, he doesn't see you yet, but if you push forward without doing anything else, he will see you. Okay, can I tell like which way the singing coming was coming from? Yes, the singing is coming from uh, is from the right. Uh, if you like, if you like, look, you, it would be your right coming 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 up the spiral staircase. Yes, yes, the west side. That's a lot of sides. Um, yes. 
And it's not uh, dark enough for me to just sneak. Uh, no, you actually see that they're like um, pulling out like lanterns and stuff. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, you also hear additional commotion coming from uh, the east. Hmm. Hmm. As as it sounds like more people are coming to to uh, assist. Mm. I think uh, I'm gonna sneak like around this wall, like across this wall. Hmm. And, like, just peek a little bit, just, like, to check out. Okay. I think there's still enough shadow in the corner that you can, as long as you're not moving further into the room. Uh, are you discerning realities? Uh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. All right. That's an 11. That's an 11. That's a very good, that's a very good discern realities. Yeah. I discern so many realities. I discern, like, how many realities? At least two questions worth. Mm-hmm. If I, if I recall correctly. No. On the 10 plus, ask GM three questions from the list below. And then I have the, what here is useful or valuable for you. So I get four? Dang. That's four. Yeah, that's four questions. Okay. So what here is not what it appears to be? You see that there, one of the sconces, there's two sconces behind the, the guard on the, in, this, in this hallway. And one of them you can spy with your little cat eye, little kitty eyes. So you can see that it has a hinge on it. That probably opens a secret door. What's a sconce? Uh, it's like a thing that holds like a torch or a light on the wall. Ah. Oh, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. What should I be on the lookout for? Uh, definitely the people coming from the right, from the east. Okay. What is about to happen? I guess it's the people coming from the east. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what here is useful or valuable to me? Um, I think that's that, that sconce for sure. Um, I think if you can figure out a way to turn off the lights, that would probably be useful. Mm. Yeah. All right. So what are you going to do? Um, so the lights are lanterns or like... Uh, they're like... Alternately, there's candles. There's a couple oil lamps, um, but mostly like candles. Okay. okay. I tried to use my whip to just like... Like... Wacha! Yeah. Knock those out. That sounds dope. So I'm gonna say yes. Nice. Um, that sounds very like like nin- like like yeah, Phantom Thief. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's gonna be just a Defy Danger Dexterity. But since you are using the certain realities, um, you get a plus one forward because you're acting on one of the answers. Okay. So I rolled a nine. You rolled a nine. Okay. So that's pretty good. Again, on a seven to nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. I think um, you you can like you can go out there uh, and and like and get the lights out, but they're gonna have an opportunity to get a shot off at you. Mm, this fine because that guard is like there. Yeah. Okay. I think that might just be a second to fight danger. Okay. So so yeah, you you go out, whip 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 whip. Um, all the lights go out, but in the darkness, pow! Like illuminated with a with a with a shot. Mm. Is it the defy danger dex? It would be yeah, a dex if you're dodging it, or yeah. if you're, or if you're just gonna take a shot and like not care about it. Uh, no, I would like to defy this. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like being shot at. No, general. I can imagine. I can imagine. Oh, I rolled an eight. Okay, so that's another eight. So this time you can get a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. So here's your hard bargain. So you got a a, a very lovable little goblin up there with you. Oh no! So you could dodge the shot. But that means it would hit Charlie Axel. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it hit me. Okay. So is it? No. Wait. Now wait. Is this a Tuku choice or is this a Nora choice? 
It's a Tuku choice. Tuku doesn't want this little guy to get hurt. Uh, Again, he's an he is an adult, but Tuku doesn't want is caring about someone else. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Tuku feels responsible for getting this guy involved, even mm-hmm. though Tuku's at the same time like this isn't my fault that this dude is here, but th- this dude has no idea what he's doing, and you know. All right, I just wanted to I just wanted to make sure that this is this is that this is we are establishing the Tuku is not going to let somebody else get hurt instead of her. Yeah, yeah. Tuku, um... But I think Tuku uh, tries to make it look like she didn't take the bullet on purpose, obviously. Of course, she wants to play it up. Yeah. Um, but you are going to get shot by this bullet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be a D8 of damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll that. I might not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll that. You roll your it's, own. It's tree damage. Okay, so yeah, you, you get you get winged. Uh, I think you have you have one armor. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna take two damage from this bullet that wings your shoulder, and you go ah. I think Tuke is also gonna justify this with like not just I don't want this guy to get hurt, but also like it's less of a hindrance because I can take this, and I don't know if this guy can, mm-hmm. you know. Uh huh. She's being very pragmatic, is what she's trying to plan off. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Tuku, yeah, you boom the bullet. The bullet wings you. You get ow, but you 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 keep moving. You you duck under this guy's bayonet and and do you like run and get this and get the scones and open the secret door. Yeah. All right. You hear the little pitter patter of Charlie's feet behind you as he runs on all fours across the street across the the hallway, and there's this rumble as the door opens and you slip inside, uh, mm-hmm. and then it closes behind you. Nice. We as viewers would see like you go in and the door closing just as the lights come back on oh i like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so you are in this now this other room that is completely pitch black hmm. so let's go back to zara Zara, you were running up the side stairs uh yes there's a secondary uh landing of stairs that goes from the basement up to the top floor Right. You have to step over a an unconscious guard. Is he okay? Yeah, he's got like a black eye. Oh, okay, cool. So you can like just bean him in the head. <laughs> I, 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 he, I say, excuse me, when I step over him. Grumble. He like grumbles in his sleep. Um, and you just just head upstairs. Yep. Okay. So what are you what are you doing when you get up to the top landing? That's a really good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I know that I know that um, south of me, like pretty much directly south, is the uh, culture admiral's office. Correct? Uh, yes. And that's where we were before. We went up the spiral staircase. We took a right, and then we went into the culture admiral's office. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, no. You so you took a right, you took a left, and you went into the meeting room, uh, which is which is which has the balcony behind it. I see. Oh, so that's where we met the culture admiral. Uh huh. But you, that's not where that's not where he. Oh, I is. see. Okay. Um. Well, I want to get there, so I'm going to sort of peer out and uh, do I see any guards or, and look for any guards or anything? You hear you hear footsteps coming, and now that now that the threat the threat that I laid out before is coming to pass as oh, ah, that, more people come out into the center area. Okay. I'm gonna try. So I can see, but I can also see the doorway that I went through before that leads to the meeting area. Yes. Excellent. I'm going to try to uh, sneak past them and just get there. Okay, you're not going to talk. You're not going to try to like tell these folks what you're doing. <sighs> Listen, at, th- at this point, I want to just try to make a clean break. 
Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, the thing is, is that, like, every single time I've had to talk to the guards, except for the first time, which was just, I was being stupid, Zara was being stupid, or Zara mm-hmm. was being, not stupid, but just not, like, street smart, so, but now I think it's like, alright, we've done enough, like, nonsense, I'm just gonna try to sneak past if I can, we can get, we can get this and get out, and, like, not have to worry about, like, lying to any more, you know, Galerians. Okay. So, yeah, so there's... There are there is the two guards, and also you notice Monteverius Gallo is with them, the gentleman who was working the front desk and seemed to have been working in like an administration area off to the side. Did we tell him that we were the Titans? Um, I he read the briefings about the island before you left. Okay. He was the he was the he was the narration uh for the intro monologue for the first episode. Right, right. So he knows he he knows a little bit. He knows a little bit that the, that the island had some wild stuff on it and that things were strange. Okay, yeah, I'm going to try to sneak past him. Okay. Uh sneaky sneaky sneak. That's a defy danger. Uh dexterity. Not my best role. <laughs> wow. I got an eight. Holy crap. That's an eight, and that's a I'm, minus two. I'm like, I, I'm not like actively trying to fail, but I do want some damn experience. <laughs> I can't fail a roll. I got an eight. You got an eight. That's your, that's, uh, cause you're, uh, did you not fail any rolls today? I haven't failed a roll today, and it's annoying me. That is kind of annoying. Because <laughs> you're, you're one away. I need experience. I'm going to be Ooh. behind. It's, there's no behind in Dungeon World, I know. There's no, there's no behind in Dungeon World. It's not the same. Not the same. Um, okay, so here's the thing. You're going to have to... You like take a step, and you realize, Oh no, I'm clanking. And you have too much stuff on you. You have multiple gadgets on you. I think to, to be quiet enough to get past, you're going to need to put down one gadget. What is my other option? Um, Can I not will, do that? They will hear you. Okay. I, 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 knowing as Emily that they're going to hear me, I think as Zara, like, oh, I can do it. I'm sure I can. And I don't <laughs> leave my gadgets and I try to go without. So you're, you like, doom, 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 but really you're doing clank, 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 clank. You get maybe halfway across. You're behind a desk, but you're still making noise, and you hear them walk into the room with you. Um, you see someone looming over you, over the desk, and you hear, Miss Fontaine, what are you doing? Ah, oh, um, hello, um, Mont- Monteverius, is that, was that his name? Mr. Gallo, thank you. Oh, Officer sorry. Uh, Mr. Culture Admiral Gallo, hello. I am Hi. not the Culture Admiral. I am the Communications Officer, but Communications thank you. Communications Officer Gallo. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello, Miss Fontaine. I put out a fire for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of, like, looks like at you and like kind of tilts his head again. This is kind of like a skinny sort of like. Um, he's the same age as um Daria Debonair, mm-hmm. but he has not aged as well as she has. I think he's like kind of lanky, but like in a in a kind of scrawny kind of lanky. Sure. And um, he's got kind of like a gaunt face. And he says, while I appreciate such assistance to our Office of the Culture Animal, why are you here? Well, <laughs> I raise my voice, hopefully so my voice will carry, um, mm-hmm. so that Tiyuka uh, can hear that like she needs to act urgently. Well, it's a funny story, and I'm going to tell you the story, which begins this way. <laughs> Oh, we wow. arrived in Azure Bay on a boat, as you know. <laughs> this boat belonged to 
<laughs> the and I start I start oh. like basically like buying buying time by telling a long winded story that doesn't go anywhere. Okay, Tuku, you can hear Zara in the other room. Um, what are you doing right now? Um, I think that's, that's that that was the direction I was supposed to go. That's the way to the culture admiral's quarters. Yeah, you're. So you can see you can see moonlight outside. You see this big double door glass door where you can see the lights of the city outside you realize you are in the meeting room that you met gallo in earlier yeah and the thing we wanted to steal was in here or did he take it from here uh it depends what was the thing you wanted to steal um for zara the ring but um i forgot what was the thing i think she was like a an orb of some sort yeah there There was a crystal globe there was a globe that was carved out of crystal Mm -hmm. he also i think had a crystal skull on his (gasps) that he was doing shakespeare with alien I want mm-hmm. that. <laughs> okay, well that that is here. That is on his desk. Oh, I want that. I want to take that. But I also kind of want the ring. The ring is not here. The ring is not here. And actually, Zara, you hear you hear the sound of sloshing, and then the sound of wet feet on tile as the culture admiral Monteverius Gallo comes out in a bathrobe, um, dripping water. His long hair, which had been braided in a very elegant braid, is like all loose and sort of like like flowing out over down his shoulders um and you can see like his he's got this broad barrel chest with like very thick like chest hair peeking out between his his bathroom is he han- is he, he's handsome right yeah no he's handsome yeah, but he's handsome man. in a kind of like um ostentatious opulent way sure 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 mm-hmm. well that's fine um he's handsome he is handsome um he's like a he he's he carries himself like a movie star oh Lucioso, he's that he's the bad guy from the first um uh what's his what's it called uh Ocean's Eleven movie, which is fitting because we're doing yeah, Ocean's kinda. Three right now and you're it's doing a, you're doing a heist, yeah. Um and he yeah, he comes out and his hair is still wet because he was taking a bath and singing. Oh. Um, also, this guy's like huge and ripped, right? <laughs> yes, he is. He is seven and a half feet tall and with like shoulders as broad as four of you. Like like oh. braided, like perfect hair. Yeah. Well, right now it's unbraided because he was in the bath. Right. Um, he was washing it. I love, I love your dedication on like making sure that this guy is really, really I, hot. Listen, like I, I feel like we can we can uh, loot some fan art from people of this guy. If we make him attractive, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's he's kind of he and he comes out and he's still like he's wearing. The bathrobe, and but you can see he's still got his rings on, and he's still got his chains on. Oh, hello, Culture Admiral. Uh, how are you? Enjoying a bath? Oh, hello, Zara. Hi. What a what a strange and unusual circumstance to find you in my house in the middle of the night. Well, it's also the old, the Cultural Admiralty's office. To be fair. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Monty, I didn't realize we had visiting hours open this late. And Monteveria says, Sir, that's because we don't. <laughs> um, I was just asking Miss Fontaine, actually, why she was here at this hour, and why my guards were yelling about intruders. And the the other guards like I saw I saw it looked like a like a like a, a tall and lithe creature sped past me, used a whip, turned out all the lights. It was terrifying. And the other one's like, yeah, I heard they, I heard they, they cut out your gizzard and eat it. <laughs> um, yes, I, I heard of this dastardly villain. And again, like I'm yelling so you can hear me. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was hoping I could help all of you because after all, I am supposed to be a hero and whatnot. Um, but 
Oh, darn. Looks like we've lost them. They've managed to escape and we'll never find them. Oh. So I failed my mission, I yell. Oh, no. So loud enough for so Tuku can hear, like, it's time to leave. So, Tuku, do you leave? No. I'm greedy. God damn it. <laughs> You're doing what? I'm greedy. I'm not leaving. Well, no. But I'm. So, what are you? What What are you doing? Are you taking the skull and leaving, or are you taking the skull and saying, "I want more stuff"? Yes, I'm. I want more stuff. I'm taking the skull and uh, putting it in my bag. And uh, okay, um, that's one load. It's so fine. You know. Uh, all right. So, uh, add in, add in, fucking crystal skull, one load. Yes, I will. I don't know if this is a skull that's carved directly from crystal, or if it might be like for the love of God. Um. I think that's the name of that that piece, right? What? Uh, is that what's the name of that? Yeah, for the love of God by Damien Hirst. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Both is good. Either one works. Um, the, so, so the 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 love of God is, is a platinum cast of an 18th century human skull inca- encrusted with 8,601 flawless diamonds. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> the worst thing in the universe. <laughs> um. The only thing on it, so it's a, it's made of platinum, but it has normal human teeth on it. Oh, I love that. That's, so That's weird. <laughs> it's weird and gross. <laughs> um, so you hear these very understandable, like overt things by Zara being like, "It's time to go. You should go." And Charlie looks at you. He's like, "I think she wants us to go." I I think I think she wants you to go. Oh, but no, because we're here to save you. Uh. That that was just a story she told you to, but the real mission is still ongoing, and it's um, I I have to go. I mean, I I don't have I'm I'm not leaving here yet, but I have I still have things to do. But you should get to, oh, you know, on the first floor, yeah, the staircase where there was a fire. Next to that yeah. was a room, and uh, there was a piano there. I would yeah. like to go there, slam that piano really hard. Climb out of the window. The window should still be open. And, uh, run away. Um, okay. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll do that. Nice. I'll do, I'll do that. Thank you so uh, much. Um, and he scampers. There's a door to your right, to your left. Mm-hmm. There's two doors. There's one that leads to the corner that they're in. And there's one to your left that, that leads downstairs. Okay. And he goes down to that, to that, down that hall. Yeah. Uh, Zara, as you're talking, um, <laughs> you hear... Slam! Blom, 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 blom. And then you hear a gunshot. <gasps> Wait, when you hear it, blom, 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 was that like uh, piano noises? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, God. If you got this precious boy killed, I will never forgive you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, You aren't going to know until until later. You wouldn't kill Charlie Axel. You wouldn't dare kill Charlie <laughs> Axel. He's our most popular character. Yeah, that would be maybe. like that would be like killing off um, Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. There's no oh. show about Charlie Axel. <laughs> um, the guards look at uh, Gallo. Here's the thing: you can know, you tell they don't look at Pyrenu. They look to Gallo, and he. Like snaps his finger and, and waves them down, and they both run downstairs. I that must be the the villain. We should all go downstairs immediately. And they look at you and they go, "Well, it, it it sounds like he was taken care of." Oh, oh God! 
Oh God, Tiyoku and I run <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> All right, um, you. I, dig, I guess you hear you hear um, the like graceful stalking of of Gallo behind you, and then also the heavy footfalls of Piranu. Oh, mm-hmm. no! I want to stop them before they leave. Okay. Like uh, why? I want to steal from this dude. Yeah. But, okay, you're gonna steal a ring from his finger, surrounded by guards. No, that's why I want to stop him before. Because the guards went down first. Oh, that's true. I guess maybe maybe he would not uh, go downstairs. Um, I think he like you 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 creep around the corner and you see him like start to like. Ooh, maybe I should go and check things out myself. And uh, I'm gonna. Are you gonna bap this guy on the head? Uh, no. Well, actually, he's raped. I should. Uh, yeah, yeah. I might as well. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, roll the backstab. Roll a backstab as you like run up and smack him in the back of the head. I rolled a seven. Okay, a seven is not a failure. That's true. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, on backstab, you get to pick one. I think. Mm. So what do you what do you what do you choose on? You create an advantage plus one forward to you or an ally acting on it. Oh, are you not going to just hit him? Oh. Could I just knock him out? Because he's ripped. So I was like figuring that maybe he has more HP. That's true. Uh, let me think. I think, I think, no, I think you can just do damage to him and knock him out. Mm, okay. Well, then I knock him out. But I, I want to make sure that he sees me before, but like, I mean, I'm in a disguise, so he doesn't know who I am and it's dark. It's my teeth, teeth outfit. Sorry, I did not mention because I was just assuming it was obvious in my mind. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So all right, you do have a fan like you do have a special thief outfit. That's right. Yeah, I have a mask and stuff. Mm. So you just like tap on his shoulder and like whirl him around, and he goes, Whoop, and then yeah, pop the lights out. Yeah, and I steal all of his rings. <laughs> all of his rings. Yeah, and I leave a bell in his hand. Next time we come back here, we're rolling outstanding warrants for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. This is definitely trouble that you've caused. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you pop him in you pop him one in the jaw and he just goes down like a light. Mm-hmm. His like eyes roll back into the back of his head and he boom like this huge thud. Zara, you on the bottom landing, you're you're y'all are halfway to the piano room when like the broom shakes and you see like lamp shake because Pirinu just went down. I keep running to the um to the place where I heard the gunshot because I'm terrified that something happened to Tiyuku. <gasps> okay. Um, you come out along with the guards and Gallo, who's like, oh my lord. And you find that guard, like, um, looking out the window. He's mm-hmm. like, some some crazy little goblin just came in and slammed on the piano and I've got a shot off after him, but I'm not sure if I hit him. Um, and I rush out. I, I cr- clamber out the window and run looking for him. Uh, I don't stop to talk to anybody. I don't know. I'm going for. I'm going for Charlie. All right. So yeah, you, so you just out of just just you're definitely not keeping your cover very well. I'll <laughs> say that. Um, you hear. I think you dryly hear. You hear. Um, Gala dryly say, "My, what a hero!" Um, as you run outside, and you see, yeah, you see a couple little 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 pats of blood on the ground. <sighs> Oh god! Okay, I, I um, follow him and I yell, "Charlie!" You go you, and you hear, "Shh!" And I rush over to where I hear the shush from. And you see this little, little goblin 
on the ground, had, had like crouched on the bushes, and he's holding his little arm, and oh. he's got a he's got a graze in it. Are you okay? Are you okay? They shot they shot me in the arm. Okay, you're okay. Let me see it. Let me see it. And he holds out his arm to you. Uh, and it's a pretty significant like it's not it's not like life threatening necessarily, but it's, it hurt. It looks like it hurts. Will it will it in, will it hamper him long term? Like his ability to work either. It'll definitely hamper him short term. Okay, I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out a the uh, healing potion that I bought earlier. His eyes go wide, and he's like, "Oh no, Miss Fontaine, that's Shut important." You no, it's not. It's important that you're you're okay and you're well, and that you didn't get hurt because of me. Here, take it. And he looks at you, and he's got these big old eyes, and he says, "I just want to let you know, I'd do anything for you, Miss Fontaine." And he downs it. Okay. Um, and his... How do healing potions work? When you drink an entire healing potion, heal no, yourself. No, I know how they work mechanically. Oh. How do they work in, in this world? This is the first time someone's drank one. Are they are they legitimate magic? That's what I'm asking. Ooh. I wish Adeline were here to answer this. Or Adeline, excuse me, were here to answer this. Um, I think I think if they are magic, they're, they're like the only kind of magic that is like... So they're heavily regulated. Uh-huh. And this is going to sound, I'm going to say a word that once again is going to sound bad, but hear me out. <laughs> Homeopathy. Uh, homeopathy? In real life, it's fucking bogus. Okay. In this world, where magic is like radiation, perhaps an incredibly diluted amount of magic would could still have an effect. And maybe that's what makes it easier to work with. Uh-huh. Is this something that you drink, or is this something that you, like, pour on your wound? Um, well, hmm. Oh yeah, it could be like a it could be like a salve instead of like a potion like we we know where you drink it. Yeah, like a like a poultice. Yeah, and maybe like maybe that's the thing like it, it it's it's this type of magic that like encourages like cellular you know like cellular regeneration and uh -huh. um, I mean again you're asking the scientist so I'm gonna get scientific about it so uh -huh. it encourages like cellular regeneration and like blood clotting and whatnot and like you know uh -huh. bones. Setting. Yeah, because magic is kind of like a thing that like can sort of hyper accelerate your growth, and that's what causes you to mutate because it makes you grow in ways that you're not supposed to be able to grow. Yeah, so this is like that, but an incredibly distilled version of it. Uh huh. And so yeah, so you like pour it on his arm, and you got to pour the whole thing. It's put like a vial or something. Oh yeah. And it and it like it closes up, and he's got like he's got his little gray goblin skin. He doesn't have any fur on it. Mm -hmm. He goes. Oh my lord! Oh, thank goodness! But what about Miss? Be what about Miss TQ? Miss Campania? I left her. I she's, she, I'm sure she can handle herself. We should just wait for her. Okay. All right. And he he goes and scampers into the further into the bushes. Okay, I go with him. All right. TQ, you've just you just punched a man in his own house. Yeah. <laughs> He is unconscious. You are taking all of his, all of the rings from his fingers and the chains from around his neck. Yep. So, you do it. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going to be another full load for the for the lot of it. But once you like break it up into pieces and sell it, it's not going to be any load anymore. Mm -hmm. But just I guess loot. Yeah. Chains and rings. Make sure you mark that down. Yep. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, that's another one weight. Yeah. Now I'm at full load. You are at full load. You are loaded up. Yep. And you just leave? How do you leave? Where do you leave from? I'm going to jump down from the balcony. Yeah, yeah. I think you can do it. Uh, you jump from the balcony to the bushes. Maybe the magnetic grappling harness helps? 
Oh. Do you like a little swing? Yeah, that's cool. That sounds dope as hell. Like a little um, twirl in the air. Mm-hmm. And with that, you, you land and go off into the night. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you robbed the government. We <laughs> we stole from the Astro Boy of the Astro Bay. Hold up, hold up. Who's this we guy? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stolen a damn thing. In fact, you could go ahead and put Firefighter on my list of accomplishments. <laughs> Hero. Hero saves one. <laughs> Hero saves two. That's right. Hero saves two. That's the newspaper tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so you you go and you, you head off in the night. Um, Do I meet up with them, uh, Tiku? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, you're okay. Of course. Are you okay, Zart, Charlie? Don't do that, any, anything like that again, okay? Um, Charlie wave, waves his arm and you can see like the torn shirt. He's like, I got shot. Uh, I'm so sorry. I thought all the guards would be your way. It's okay, Miss Fontaine. She gave me a, a poultice, a potion. Mm-hmm. It healed me right up. That's wonderful. Uh, we should go. Yeah, we should probably go. Yeah, we should go. Huh? Okay, let's go. Um, and I want to like while we're walking, mm-hmm. uh, like back. I do. I want to talk to Tiuku actually while we're walking. Yeah. Back. And I want to say like um. So uh, was the grappling harness any help? Uh. It was great help. Um, very useful. I could not have done this without it. <laughs> Good. And I, I'm sort of like, I, I'm assuming Tiku gives it back to me as well? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. And then I um, sort of think about it and I say, um, I say you, you really don't have any doubts. You, you know what you want to do and you do it. Mm-hmm. Usually, yes. I went back and forth, and I tossed and turned all night, not knowing what I should do, and, and getting involved ended up being a big mess. How do you do it? How do you just know what you're going to do? How do you how do you have that confidence in yourself? Well, what good it is if I have no confidence? It's not going to give me anything. I'm not going to get anything out of it. If I doubt myself, it's pointless. So you just... You just don't doubt yourself, because if you do, it doesn't benefit anyone? Yeah. Huh. I sort of, like, look shyly away, and I say, Do you think I could learn to be more confident in my decisions, too? Of course! You are very capable and smart. Oh. You should be confident. Okay, well, I think at that, I, I give Tiuku a smile, and I say, Let's go back before Eustace notices we're gone. Oh, uh-huh. and Charlie, not a word of this to Eustace. And he yeah. does a little... It's just a little zipper motion with his mouth. <laughs> Throws away the key. No, perfect. All right, so I think let's just let's just shift panel wipe Lucasfilm style panel wipe to the next morning um, as you're loading things onto the train. Mm-hmm. So the the calves are already on the train. They're on a special car. Um, y'all, all your luggage is getting loaded on. And so yeah, so y'all y'all you're you're there. Um, and Piranu and Gallo are there to see you off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Gallo is wearing a very muted ensemble, which means he's only wearing one chain. Um, <laughs> he's doing like a like a full like a full suit, like like the the equivalent of a of a three piece suit with a big hat and circular sunglasses, uh, tinted spectacles. You can see there's a shiner developing on his on his eye. Mm-hmm. Gallo is next to him, wearing similar clothes but darker, and um, 
Eustace is, is loading everything on with the with the goblins uh, and and with the other like train folk. Nemo is there. I think for the first person you talk to is Nemo, who who says, "Well, I got all the things you needed. Uh, I heard that things were rather eventful for you two last night." Well, they were for me, but Tiuku was just in bed the whole time. Yes, I slept so well. I'm so proud of Zara for sneaking out without uh, me noticing her leave in the room. Very good. Nemo looks at you and looks at Tiuku and looks back at Zara and his like eyebrow quirks and you get this like the barest hint of a smirk. <laughs> and he says, "Well, I'm glad that somebody's starting to do a couple more heroic actions." Uh, and then he gets on the train. And Gallo and Pyrrhine come up, uh, the culture admiral and his communications officer. I assume that, like, word has, like, got around that the place was robbed last night, you know? I think, mm -hmm. I assume that's, like, the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and Gallo's like, uh, uh, Pyrrhine was like, it's very important that I go out and show myself around town so they know that the, the cultural admiral cannot be bested, cannot be beaten. I am still standing. I'm not as dauntless as LaRue, but I am quite gregarious myself. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, dear, I, I say when I see a shiner, I say, are, are you okay? Oh, I'm totally fine. That rapscallion last night merely got the best of me. Oh, I say, if they had seen me in my fighting days back in the Navy, oh, I was top gloves, don't you know? I, I can't believe that the famous thief Bell would attack Azure Bay. I thought she was dead. Oh. Wait, do do they do people even know that the famous thief Bell is a she? I have no idea. Uh, probably. Do you, do yeah. You? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Could be. It could be hotly contested. Maybe. Sure. Maybe I, that's your. Yeah, I think it would be cool if it's like a very ambiguous, like no one knows. Very ambiguous. Nice. No one truly really knows. They just know that they leave a bell. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were dead. Yes. It really shows you how how influential Azure Bay is with world politics. That such a famous thief would come here of all places. It Indeed. goes to show you that Galeria is the most beautiful and most prosperous country in the entire world. Well, that's true. And Azure Bay is her jewel. Well, I, I, I do think that uh, you should try to get to Valentina sometime. The capital mm. city is beautiful. I've heard, I've heard. But the problem is everything's so short there, isn't it? Like the doors and such. Um, well, y some of the smaller inns are, are indeed built for Laganel bodies, but, um, but most of the larger ones, as well as any tourist destinations, are built to accommodate all races. Oh, fantastic. Montevarius, when's my next vacation opening up? And, uh, Gallo looks at his, he doesn't, he like, Looks down for like a second at his ledger. Doesn't you can tell he doesn't actually read it, and he says six months, sir. Um, I I have to say, sir, you're you're taking this pretty well. <laughs> he goes, ha ha! Oh, you know how it goes. It, you, I wouldn't be an admiral if I wasn't used to adversity, used to danger, and great great excitement. Oh, they may have gotten away with a few little trinkets, but I tell you what, we had much more. Good stuff down in the vault. A oh. vault? I, I do I hear correctly? Oh yes, no. There's a there's a very large vault in the basement, the cellar. It's state of the art, one of the best in the world. Oh, that's where the real God, stuff I'm, is. I'm like, <laughs> you can see like beads of sweat going down my forehead <laughs> as I slowly turn to look at Tuku. 
And I imagine Tiyuku's eyes are just like, gotta steal, gotta steal. Yeah? Yeah, they're like really huge, <laughs> but but she's like playing. She's like, um, oh, I am so glad to hear that. I was so terribly worried when I heard of the news from Zara this morning. Mm, yes. You know, it's too bad, Miss Fontaine, that pinky ring you seemed interested in. I was going to give it to you as a gift this morning, but uh, it's, I suppose it's not to be. I suppose not. Oh, that is truly uh, tragic. So yeah. tragic. Truly tragic. Yeah. I tell you what. When you get to Tulane, you should look up my son, Tularin. He's a, he's a student at the, at the academy there, the university. He's a fantastic boy, strong as an ox, just like his dad. We'll, we'll do that. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir, and, and thank you for everything. My pleasure. He's got like this walking stick with a, with a gold cap on it, mm-hmm. and he, he, he like, does this extravagant bow to you. Montevarius rolls his eyes. And every time you, anytime you're back in Azure Bay, don't hesitate to say hello. I love social calls. Of and course. And then Monterey says, he really does. Um, and then you hear, burp, burp, as the train starts to, to, starts to, like, the last call to get on. It's like, oh, that sounds like it's yours. You have a great day now, folks. And he turns and, and, and walks off. I was just going to turn to you and say, well, I guess it's time to... Head off to Tulane. And you, yeah, you, you get on the, on the, um, like the passenger car. And then we hear, wait, wait, wait. And you look and you see this little goblin. And he's got a backpack on. And he's got his little hat on. And he's running as fast as his little legs can carry. And he's like waving his arms like, wait, wait, don't stop the train yet. We have no control over this, Charlie. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Okay, okay. And the train starts moving. <laughs> and he's running. Can I have, like, Zara hold on to me? And then I, I reach and grab. Or, or can I, like, uh, um, use my whip to hold on to the train door? And, like, use it to, like, lean down and, like, take uh, Charlie's hand and Absolutely. pull him in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you pull him in. And you see Eustace, who's sitting down with, like, a newspaper, looks up and says, well, Charlie, what the hell are you doing up here? And he says, I'm going to help the Titans. So, yes, end of session moves. When you've reached the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is re- uh, resolved, completely explored, no longer relevant, or otherwise. Ask the player of the character you have the bond with if they agree. If they do, mark XP and write a new bond with whomever you wish. I would like to write a new bond with Tyoku. All right. I think that our relationship has grown and the point where um, I'm going to... I don't really care about uh, Tiyuku helping me with my inventions anymore. I want uh-huh. Tiyuku to help me with my confidence. <gasps> so nice. it, so I was thinking of crossing off that bond and rewriting it as, uh, as Tiyuku is... Uh, Tiyuku is a confident um, individual. I, wanna, I want to um, be more decisive like her. 
Okay. Tuku is confident in her decisions. I want to be more decisive like her. Uh-huh. All right. Tuku, do you agree? Yeah, I think that's good. That's very good. All right. So mark XP for that. I also kind of feel like um, I did have Zara uh, use her inventions for selfish gains. Mm-hmm. You definitely did that. <laughs> definitely. But I'm not sure for sure the importance or the or the, the importance bad, of it? bad part of it. <laughs> Well, I think you definitely got Zara thinking about how being more decisive and being more yeah. um indulgent. Yeah. So I guess it's up to you. Uh it's up maybe. yeah, I mean I would I would say that if you feel that that's right, I would I would agree. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the new bond would be yet though. Like Is there any is there anything that has changed the way Tuki thinks about Zara? Uh maybe you want to further corrupt Zara? Yeah, I think uh I think actually, since this heist didn't go as planned, mm-hmm. I think Tyoku feels a little remorse about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she kind of learned from Zara maybe a little bit. So like, um, hmm. But I don't. I'm not sure if Tyoku is at the point of selfless selflessness yet. But okay. I think it's getting there. Like not not getting there anytime soon. But you know, like. You know, started on that like you know path. Maybe like maybe like maybe Zara might have a point. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like um, uh, would give importance to what Zara says more, or like what if it, mm-hmm. what if it was like um, what's the fun in what's the fun in uh robbery if somebody else gets someone innocent gets hurt? Yes, mm, so mm-hmm. like uh. Tuku's not really alone in this anymore, mm-hmm. obviously. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's your thing. It's, it's, um, I'm not alone in this anymore. I have to take care of Zara. Yeah. Oh, that that could be one. Yeah, like if, if I Tuku like it. That way. That's good. All right. Once the bonds have been updated, look at your alignment. If you have fulfilled that alignment at least once the session, mark XP. Um, and then also, if you have fulfilled your Titan alignment, you can clear your ability. Hmm. Prove the value of your inventions to others versus ensure you receive credit for your actions. So uh, Zara Fontaine, hero, hero <laughs> of Galeria, savior of the Admiralty Office. That's true. On the other hand, I did say, don't thank me, thank science. Yeah, but like, you that's just overall, the thing that people, yeah, yeah. So you I think, think so. overall I did go with Arto's, ensure you receive credit for your actions. I think you did. Um, I, I, I'm fine with that. And I'm going to. Because you showed clear. off the badge. And... Yeah, true. I'm going to clear shaky. Nice. Perfect. Um, and then, and then it also, if you think that you prove the value of your inventions, you can also say that. Oh, I can do both? Yes. I think it's, it's, it's one or, it's, you know, it's, it's, they're both, they're both statements that could be true. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Cause we're, we've decided we're going to try to use the abilities a lot more than normal Dungeon uh-huh. World, right? Um, yeah, yeah I, I think Titan Lyman is cool. Uh, I'm glad we thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I prove the value of my inventions to others? Well, I did show, um, I mean, um, what's the kid's name again? Rufus really liked my inventions. Rufus did really and like He definitely thought they were cool. And I did say, don't thank me, thank science. You did say to that To put too. out a fire and save somebody's life. Mm-hmm. If you're okay with it, I do think I've done pretty good at proving the value of my inventions. Uh-huh. For sure. Okay, marking XP. Uh, and then Tuku? Yeah, I have willing to drag myself through mud so the people around me don't have to. Mm-hmm. 
And um, a Titan alignment is unquestioning loyalty to teammates and leaders. I defer judgment and listen orders. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I deferred any judgment or listened to any orders. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. You did. Um, Zara like told you what to do, and then you eventually did it, right? You told her it was a good plan. Yeah. True. But I don't have any abilities anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Did you drag yourself through the mud so the people around you didn't have to? I am not sure. I I took a bullet for a goblin, but then I got the goblin shot anyway, so... <laughs> but you did take the bullet first, I think. Uh-huh. And I think that's important. Yeah. You didn't know that the goblin was going to get shot. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. Okay. All right. So I take XP for that? Yeah, that's one XP. And then also that was one XP for the for Zara's, um, for Zara's bond. Yay. Uh, and then last... Once bonds have been updated for your alignment, once alignments have updated, uh, answer these three questions as a group. Did we learn something new and important about the world? We kind of learned a lot. Learned a lot. Yeah, we. I mean, we learned a lot about Galeria, and we learned how magic potions work. Uh huh. Yeah, and we learned about the vault. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. We learned about the vault. Uh, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? We robbed the culture admiral. Does that count? Uh, could. Was he, was he, was <laughs> he overcoming an enemy? It's overcoming an ally. It's overcoming an ally. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Well, he was like it. monstrously large. I mean, we did kind of overcome this um, in a way that we got the the seal, but I don't know. I think I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be harsh on us and say we didn't overcome an enemy. He was an ally. Yeah. 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 So there's that. Um, and then lastly, did we loot a memorable treasure? I think we did. Yep. I think we did. I think loot is the exact right word we want to use there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm at 11 XP. Doesn't mean I level up. I'm at 11 mm-hmm. XP as well. Yes. So um, level up. When you, when you have downtime, hours or days, and XP equal to or greater than your current level plus 7, so 8, uh, subtract your current level plus seven from your XP, increase your level by one, and choose a new advanced move in your class. So, yeah, so reduce, So take eight off of your XP and uh, level up to level two. I did. Okay. Then I choose a new advanced move from my class, right? You, you choose one from your class and one from your Titan playbook. Oh, golly. Not your, not your Titan playbook, your um, my cap pilot. advancements. Your, your pilot advancements, yeah. So let's let's clap and you can think about those those advancements in over the break. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time that is uh, thirty. Uh, yeah, thirty sounds good. Let's do thirty and forty. How about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 